All right, I'm gonna put this disclaimer before we even start the show. If you are a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills fan, you might not wanna watch this show because I'm giving them all the smoke today. I'm Kaya, your host, and as usual, I'm here to break it down. to this video give it a thumbs up and share it share it please thank you please and thank you I appreciate you so much let's get started shall we we are on the 12th season of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and it only took about nine seasons for them to get a pop of color <laughs> so I am here to talk about the tomfoolery and the malarkey that is the cast okay so on the last episode, Garcelle celebrated her birthday and she had a, a lovely event where everybody was dancing and partying and everybody was having a good time getting um, saucy, if you will. And one of the main ones that was getting saucy is the newly um, single, ready to mingle, Erica Jane. So Erica Jane is drunk out of her mind and you know what i don't even want to say that she was out of her mind she was in her mind because they say a drunk man tells no tales and i believe that with all my heart yes i do but anyway so uh erica jane was sitting on a sofa with dorit kemsley and dorit was kind of you know trying to i guess be her designated driver you know what i mean without having to drive her, but basically make sure she, you know, is all right during the night. Now, Garcelle's oldest son, who is very handsome, you ain't going to hear nothing from me out of that. He is very handsome, but Erica Jane was throwing herself at the oldest son, Oliver. Oliver, who Garcelle has done some scenes with him and his new family, you know, saying how she he, she's so proud of him because he's overcome so many obstacles, you know, this, that, and the third, right? So bravo to Oliver for overcoming whatever obstacles that were there within his, um, in his life. Now, Oliver is in his early thirties, I believe 31. And Erica was throwing herself at him like nobody's business to the point where Oliver and his little cute self, he was over there blushing. Now Oliver got swag. He got, he got swag. Yes, he does. But you know, that's not really hard for him to do. However, she calls Oliver. She tells Oliver that she's willing to do a threesome with him and his baby mama. <gasps> that was strike one, right? And then Garcelle's, her youngest boy, one of the twins comes over. His name is Jax, he's 14 years old. And he comes over to get flowers from a table. And this heifer tells the 14 year old 
What are you doing over here? Get the F out of here. And he kind of, he was shocked. He was like, I'm just getting the flowers. She was like, get the F out. She knew he was a kid. That's number one. She knew he was a kid. And Jax went to tell his mom, rightfully so, what this grown ass woman did and said to him. And Garcelle, she is so lucky that Garcelle is, she has, she has so much years in this Hollywood game that she knows how to play, you know, play the, play the role. But she came over and she told her that's not acceptable. You don't ever talk to my son like that. And then she said, let's go. So she was still kikiing and ha ha with, with Dorit, whispering in Dorit's ear and all of this good stuff. That's part one, right? So then after they shoot to different scenes, you know, and there's one scene where Dorit, PK, I don't understand how Dorit has an English accent and she's from Connecticut. But anyway, like Jennifer Aniston said, and, um, just go with it. You know, it's very Madonna. Like, bitch, you grew up in, in, in Connecticut. But anyway, so it was PK, Dory, Kyle, and Mauricio, who I just found out that Kyle, that Mauricio is a Trump supporter. Where they do that at? You Mexican, my dude. We're going to talk about that later. So they're in Kyle's home and they're just having some drinks and, you know, talking and chucking it up. And Kyle brings up the fact that, did you hear what Erica said to Garcelle's son? And she laughed at it. <laughs> she was like, I'm just glad to see that she's, she's breaking down her walls and she's showing her real side. Her real side is being an asshole to young black men. And that's something to laugh at. That is not even a young black man. That's a young black boy. No, but she was a young, uh, she was an asshole to the older black man. The one that has a wife and kids calling his, his wife, a baby mama. Who else has an older son in this crew? Would she call, um, I'm trying to think. She has an older son. Would she call his girl a baby mama? But anyway, so Kyle Mauricio, and Mauricio says, you know, he found it very kiki. And so did PK. And Dorit was just like, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't my kid, you know, but then again, it wasn't my kid. Cause you know, if Eric would have said that to Jaggy, it had been a different thing. The only thing that I don't agree with is y'all on social media, Lord have mercy. So because of the fact that Kyle said that it was funny for Erica to say what she said to Garcelle's son, Twitter, the Twitter went in, Twitter and Instagram went in on Kyle's youngest daughter, Portia, who is the same age as Garcelle's son, Jax. Now there was some mean tweets saying, um, coming for, for the poor little Portia. She was just a deer in headlights. She was like, what I do? She was trending on Twitter because of the fact that her mother and father laughed at an incident where Erica literally verbally assaulted this young boy. Say what it, say what you want, but you don't come after kids. Go, 
ever come be the first one to come in come for somebody ass if they say she a liar or if they bring up her son or anything like that now because of the fact that she had she got her 80 year old man that is a, a doggone thief and a villain to so many people you giving her a pass because now she being honest have I, I'd rather you lie I'd rather you lie we, no, we don't want that type of honesty because if it was anybody else, matter of fact, I think if it was Cherie, Will Smith's ex-wife and son's mother, if she, if she would have said something to Trey, and Trey is a grown man now, because if you say something to my 23-year-old, I'm ready to... Like, what you say? No, say, say, say what you said to my son. No, I want to. I want to hear what you said. Say it again. No, say it to me. What you said to him, I want you to say to me. It would have been smoke in the city. You understand? Now, Garcelle is supposed to um, confront her at Sutton's dinner. I mean, Sutton's brunch. And Garcelle, she's 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 just very very classy, very classy. But see, the thing is. <laughs> There was another scene with Erica and Crystal and Erica was just like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I messed up when it came to Garcelle. Now, had, since she knew she messed up, why didn't she call Garcelle prior to the meeting up at Sutton's lunch, a brunch? And she was just like, yeah, he's 16 and I shouldn't so and so and so. And Crystal was like, no, he's 14. She was just like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with the Haitian mob. Now, do I think Erica is racist? No. But it's those damn microaggressions and those adultification things that you do to our kids and you act like they are not children. Jax is a child in every way, shape, or form. He may be he may be taller than most but he is 14 he isn't even not even allowed to drive yet and you coming at him sideways when the remy's in the system you got a little remy in your system girl goodbye that made me huh it's expensive to be me that made me totally change every Thought. And the thing is, I'm not really an avid watcher, you know, but when I have downtime, I like to catch little things. But then when I saw that Portia was trending because, and I had to research why she was trending, I was just like, come on, y'all don't, like, going after Portia is not the answer for dealing with Kyle and Maurizio's stupidity, because that's exactly what it was. Now, I know when you're on camera, you can't filter everything that you say. But thinking that that was funny, knowing you have kids and how obsessed you are with your children. Yeah, you got to do better. You got to do better. You want to get on the floor and splits and at every function and show your hoo-ha to every time Dick and Harry. And you going to think that that's funny because you know what? You know what? Maybe it does make sense. Maybe it, it, it should be funny to people that have no 
class. Now, on to the rest of the cast. We talked about Kyle, we talked about Erica Jane, we talked about Crystal, we talked about um, Dorit. Let's go to Sutton, Diana, and Lisa Renner. When I tell you that these women have money and wealth, I know Diana married a tech person and they had a divorce and she got basically half of that man's money when they divorced. But the level of childishness that literally permeates this group and the way that they handle conflict, they have the conflict resolution skills of of this chair, of this chair. They get upset over the littlest things. They cry over the littlest things because their life is so privileged. You're not used to adversity. You're not used to adversity. So you cry over the littlest thing. Well, she, that's mean. That's mean. That's not nice. You don't sit y'all simple asses down. My God, these are grown women. That, oh, it's triggering, it's triggering. No, she's being mean. You, no, you shut up. You shut up. No, you shut up. And this is who's representing Beverly Hills. I mean, the, the first episode when Dorit had the break-in and we saw her vulnerability for the first time, we saw her no, no pretenses, just her. That broke my heart because as a mom, I can definitely identify with how she felt. You know what I mean? But the fact that these privileged, like Lisa Renner and her, you've been pumping your lips since, since, since freedom. And now you want to like, you want to, you, let me shut up. Because y'all going to think that I'm making everything about race. And you know what? Sometimes if the shoe fit, put those Versace's on and walk through the mud, Lisa. She can't walk through the mud because she don't want to ruin her shoes. Get you some booties. Get you some shoe covers. Like, oh my God. These people are just, ah. They are annoying like, like they're, they're almost Karens. They're like two police calls away from being a Karen. All this time, Erica over there talking about how great of a man, oh, Augusto Tom Girardi is knowing that quote unquote, he's cheating on you. And he literally doesn't even talk to you, but you on hit like, dude, when you're on a reality show, your shit come out. Message. And you didn't know that, boo-boo? When you was over there talking about it's expensive to be you and you got your entourage that got to come dress you. Like the, oh, the lavishness and the, the waste that these, 
the Hermes bags and oh my God, y'all are just, it's, it's, it's sad. Kathy Hilton got more money than all of them as far as I know. I don't know how what Diana's bank account looked like, but Kathy Hilton is like the, one of the most down earth ones on the show. And she's not even like on the show like that. She has her, her dinner on a car table. Now, granted, she getting served by, you know, a butler and a, a, and got a chef and stuff, but she sit on in the living room on a car table on a couch that looked like something that was in my grandma's house. You know, to all of you on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that are so privileged that you don't even think to, to acknowledge your simpleton ways, do better. And to Garcelle, I pray that Erica gets all the smoke that you can muster up, sweetie. All of it. Like, I want you to give her every ounce of smoke that you have. Because that's why she, she, Cherie was my kind of chick. She was just like, to correcting a bitch <laughs> or check a bitch, whatever she said. I was like, yes, honey. So, on to better news. My favorite things to watch. All right. So it is July. So one of the shows that I have loved since the first season, their season finale to the third season just aired and I was Lord, I love the show. I love the writing. I love the characters. And that show is The Boys. Yes, The Boys on Amazon Prime. OMG. You, you, you got to love it. I mean, literally, you got to love it. So the cast stars Paul Urban, Anthony Starr, who plays the heck out of the Homelander role. The Homelander role is hilarious you know it's very dark as well you have jack wade who's dennis quaid's son you have aaron moriarty who is starlight you got chase crawford who's the deep you have karen fukuhara who is kimiko you have laz alonzo who is mother's milk you have tomer capone who's frenchie jesse usher who's A-Train, and you have Claudia Dumit, who's Victoria Newman. So those are the main characters of this show. Let's not forget about Giancarlo Esposito, who is my boo thing. Yes, that's my boo thing. But anyway, so this show is based on superheroes, but it has the grit and the the satire of any movie. Now, I mean, it does have some gore and it does touch on a lot of today's um, issues that are going on in the news and they kind of put um, their own spin on it. But The Boys is basically, it's a show about superheroes and the superheroes aren't who you would think that they are. And it's, it's comical, it's dark, some of the writing, like the first episode of this season, I was like, what in the heck is going on? 
you know but that's exactly what this particular show is about and i love it the, the the season has ended and now i can't wait to see what happens in the next season it also shows how you have some people that blindly follow leaders regardless of what they do or say and whether they're right or wrong they just blindly follow them like a cult and they're acolytes that are totally under the spell of some of the characters in this show but i mean for the most part there are some things that i was like eh, eh, eh. but for the most part the series is a hit to me and it's number two in the u.s right now so that means that it's a hit to someone else so my recommendation is if you have not started it you can binge watch these bad boys because i i did when i first started it every episode is about an hour i recommend it so if you did watch it or if you liked it leave a comment and tell me what parts you were like you know what i'm saying because there's a lot of stuff that deals with like some dark stuff dark 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 deep 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 dark dark but it's still a good show. It's a good show. And whoever writes it, it I, I think they got a little bit of little bit of stuff going on in their head because I'm just like, geez Louise, you know. But great job to the cast and to the the directors. Way too good. So next step on my faves for this season is the terminal list <gasps> another show on amazon prime my god in heaven it's just one him when i take the syllable out you know that it's good my god the terminal list this is with our boy chris pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy from one of my favorite movies, The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington. But this show, The Terminalist, is based on a, well, it's inspired by the book of Jack Carr's best-selling selling novel called The Terminalist. And just to give you a little overview, it's a Navy SEAL commander who Chris Pratt plays. He plays James, James Reese, who turns to vengeance as he investigates the mysterious forces behind the murder of his entire platoon. Free from the military's command structure, Reese applies the lessons he learned from nearly two decades of warfare to hunt down the people responsible. So you have to definitely listen and 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 look for cues because there's so many moving parts within this um, series. It is full of action, and Chris Pratt is actually one of the EPs, the executive producers of the show. You know, I always look at who's writing, who's creating, who's directing. Antoine Fuqua is the director. Shout out to Antoine Fuqua. I'm, I've always been intrigued by like Navy SEALs and like like elite um, platoons and stuff like that because of all of the the adversity that they have to go through just to even make it to becoming one of the elite forces. 
but my god because of the fact that jack carr was a consultant on the show there's so many aspects of it that could and would happen in real life chris Platt pratt plays the heck out of that role out of the role of commander james reese like i really thought at the end of the show that he was a navy seal and that he knew how to do everything that he was doing you know, um, it had little peaks and valleys. It had some, some, huh? There, there was, there was one little thing that happens in the show, and I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to do any spoiling, because I don't believe in doing that. But there was a particular thing that happened that made me go, I kind of knew it, you know. But that's all I'm going to tell you. But the cast is Chris Pratt, Constance Wu, Taylor Kish, and more. And it's definitely dope. Constance Wu plays a, a marvelous role as well. Each episode is an hour. And I, I recommend that you sit down and you watch it with some popcorn. Like, I don't have popcorn, but I have seeds right now. Because that's, that's a Flatbush thing. You gotta eat some flower seeds, but I don't have the, um, the, the shells. I only had the seeds, but you gotta eat some flower seeds. But if you watch it, or if you have watched it, let me know. Because I definitely wanna swap things that we saw, swap comments, because I love the show. I actually started watching it over again from scratch. That's how much I love the show. You know, because I was just like, there's part, I, I looked at the behind the scenes stuff. Like that's how much of a stand that I've become to this show. So Chris Pratt, you're my dude and I love you. And Constance Wu, you my chick, you did the damn thing in your role as well. So, I mean, kudos, kudos to the entire cast. Everybody held their weight. Everybody held their weight. I'm, I'm very pleased with that show. So my two tops is Terminal List and The Boy, both on Amazon Prime. If you have not, I want you to subscribe to the channel and give us a thumbs up and leave some comments. Like I said, I want to know what your um, what your thoughts were on these shows. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills can suck it seven ways from Sunday. I can care less. Anyway, but Terminal List and the boys, you rock in my eyes. And if you have not seen it, go ahead and check it out. I'm your girl, Kaya, the Melanin Maven. And as always, I am here to break it. Down.